What's up? Welcome to the tw- final Buff Boys of 2023. It yep. is, dude. And oh, it's actually gonna Become drop perfect right before yeah. new, the new year. Happy New Year, everybody! Uh, Matt Marin, Joe Gorman, Buff Boys podcast with our guest, the Big Dog, the King of New Jersey, the Big Dog Comedy Fight Club, Mark Henley. What's up? It's the Big Dog, the King <laughs> of New Jersey, the BXG, DXG. You know what it is. I'm here. Being buff with the buff boys. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, Mark's a real buff boy. The DDP yoga gets you buff, right? I did the DDP yoga for a while, and then I stopped, and now I lift weights, which actually makes you buffer than the yoga. Yes. Nice. What's you haven't, hey, you haven't really been doing the yoga, in the, I, I noticed. I yeah. do it every morning. but uh, but uh, Not as uh, much as yeah, you yeah. used to, it seems. I, I do it a little bit, but I don't do the videos anymore. I used to do the video where DDP and his friends like yell at you or whatever, and now I just remember... The, the lessons. Nice. You can I, do it on your own, dude. <laughs> I took the DDP lessons into my heart, and now I, I do them there. Yeah, because you don't need that that initial push that DDP Yeah. Offers. Yeah, no, I needed the push for him to be like, you can stretch. And I'm like, can I? And then I figured out that I could. It helped, like, because it was like during the pandemic you really got into it, right? Yeah, I was real fat, and then I, I started doing DDP yoga because they were like, you can't be fat anymore. Oh, nice. So then I was like, I won't be. And then I. Who I said you that. can't be fat anymore? Uh, like the government. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember oh, they, yeah. They were like, they. Yeah. <laughs> they said you can't be fat anymore. Yeah. Remember, they were like, if you're fat, you're going to die of COVID. So you had to, like, do DDP yoga. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> or get the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Nobody no, got the, no, they didn't have the vaccine at the time. Yeah, for a while, there was like, there's no vaccine. All fatties are dead. Yeah. Remember when people were, like, jogging in the park wearing their fucking mask? <laughs> Yeah, that what was never me. Fucking idiots, dude. Yeah. You mm-hmm. just see that all the time. You just see people like outside <laughs> wearing a fucking mask. I like, do like the get idea. Get the fuck out of here, dude. This is in the fight. And then they, they say it's not an airborne disease. Mm. But it's like, what? how the fuck was it just like a fucking cloud of fucking COVID descending <laughs> on people? I think the numbers were way out of fucking proportion. It yeah. was like, who fucking benefited? Mm. Governor Cuomo. Right. You know, everyone was like, oh, Governor co- Cuomo yeah. did great from all this. It was insane. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. it's I mean, what a fall. That was the rise and fall of Cuomo over three months is a while. But like, what wild. did what did Cuomo know that made people take him down? Uh, all fatties are dead. <laughs> did he say that? I think I th- I love the idea of like a CNN reporter with across the bottom of the screen it comes out the big headline all fatties are dead a fatties emergency <laughs> COVID was, our fatties yeah. COVID yeah. was fucking wild and crazy man Cuomo yeah. was doing so well he wrote a book about how he saved everyone from COVID <laughs> and then within like a month everyone was like we need to get rid of you nice time's up times Th- up. they got what they needed out of him yeah and he, ne- he he they dangled the idea of being president in front of him and, yeah and how could he resist he was dude? almost president <laughs> and people would have voted for him in a fucking minute even though what was he in saying? a new york minute yeah That's because the whole reason like he had like that minute of all yeah. yes <laughs> the whole reason like they had the lockdown was to prevent like the blm marches from occurring that's why they had They're, the lockdown yeah, yeah. yeah. Were, and they said it was like for as a covid yeah, they were saying it was for COVID, but really they needed to get all the, you know, they needed to yeah. get all that shit off the streets. Yeah. I was in Harlem at the time. Yeah. I was living in Harlem. Yeah. Spooky. Uh, it was very, yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> but like the protest, I, I was like watching from my apartment and as the protests were going by. It was pretty intense. Yeah. Throwing tomatoes. Nah. I Did you get involved? No. Fuck no. Are you kidding me? Why would yeah. I do it, dude? Yeah. I'm not a player. There was fucking fentanyl in this system. How can yeah. I fucking how can I how can I fucking march for that, dude? Yeah. Dude, we got fucking pulled over by a cop last night. Uh really? Alex Tomaselli and I and and my my beloved Kelly. We were driving back from a, a gig in Connecticut and the cop pulled us over. Let us go. Yeah. You just let us off Because you warning. guys didn't have fentanyl in your system. Because it's like, because cops are fucking good people, dude. Yeah. We are a, <laughs> we're a Blue Lives Matter podcast. We're, we're fucking the buff boys. 
We support the fucking boys in blue. We support cops. We, we support Derek Chauvin's release from prison. What else do we support, Matt? Uh, Hamas. Hell yeah, we do support it. What is, what they say uh, Hamas is like a military thing. Um, right? They're freedom fighters. <laughs> well, there we go, dude. <laughs> a military thing? <laughs> Are they backed by billionaires? Who backs Hamas? Um, no, if they were backed by billionaires, they'd be doing a lot better. <laughs> Are you sure? Um, I mean... <laughs> I don't think uh, the, it, I don't think they would need a Hamas if Palestine had some billionaire support. I don't. I shouldn't say they need Hamas. Actually, I should because we're a pro-Hamas podcast. Yeah. I like that I've been here for a few minutes and all of a sudden Finn is like, "Who is this guy?" Yeah. He gets another excited. big dog. <laughs> Even though I'm the big dog, I'm actually not that good with dogs. Mm. You seem all right. You seem to pass the Finny test. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I uh, a fellow buff boy of ours is in trouble right now. Who? Me and Mark know about this. Oh, Chris Jericho. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I briefly mentioned it to Joe, and Joe hasn't heard about any of it. And yeah. I think it'll be very fun to explain to Joe what is going on with uh, Chris Jericho right now. Because you have a like a full like you, you still follow wrestling fairly closely, right? I, I do. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I actually got offered free tickets to go to the wrestling show tonight. Oh and shit! I had to turn them down because I have a date tonight. Whoa. Uh-oh. Gay. I know. I can't be an incel anymore. Why can't you take her to the wrestling show? I think. It's a first date, and I think that'd be unhinged to make oh, her yeah, watch. That would f- be that's a bit much. to take her to Long Island to make her watch a five-hour wrestling show with my friend. Yeah, you gotta you gotta ease her into that one. <laughs> yeah. So, so what's going on with Chris with with Y two J? So I think uh, his descent in the last week started on at four a.m. on Christmas morning. Nice. It's hard because like because me and Matt are so deep in the weeds of the wrestling thing that like I follow uh, enough of the stuff on social media that I really know yeah. like that's even if I'm not watching week to week I follow enough things online that when like dramas happening behind the scenes i'll hear about it but the starting point i don't know if it's like the starting point is like cm punk walks out of wwe because all of it is uh or if it's like so you know cm punk he's back baby and he fist fought all those people in aew you know it baby he fucking put him in their place yeah but no one knows what happened because they signed ndas classic and someone said everyone signed an nda except for one person implying it was this woman that was in the that was in the back room one of the people's wives who was there didn't sign an nda and then chris jericho said i didn't sign an nda either at like you know at like 10 o'clock on like new year's eve on christmas eve nice dude Somebody was like making a threat to that woman <laughs> yeah. on Twitter. They were like, "This and this dumb bitch was in there." And then all of a sudden, they heard, "Break the walls down!" Break the walls down. He's and like, "I also didn't sign like, an NDA." <laughs> Listen up, you ass clowns! <laughs> yeah. Damn, dude, Jericho fucking rocks, dude. I see these. I see Jericho rising like the proverbial phoenix so far in this story, dude. So he does that, and then uh, uh, CM Punk's lawyer goes. Uh, everyone in AEW has signed an NDA. It's in your employee handbook unless you have a uh, special contract. And then Jericho does a whole screed at 4 a.m. on Christmas morning where he goes, I've never signed an NDA in my entire life. I've never even seen an employee handbook. I saw what was there. What they did was despicable. And that's what I'm going to say about it. He also was like, I was in the room when it happened. And when it happened, everyone, it was reported who was in the room, and he was not. (laughs) They they maybe didn't see the Ayatollah of rock and roll. (laughs) Yeah, maybe he he broke the walls down and got in the room. (laughs) That's fucking awesome, dude. Damn, Y2J fucking rules. Damn, he's back, dude. 
This is his face run. Well, the problem this is all a work, man. <laughs> well, the problem this is, is all a work. The problem is, work. is it's uh, publicly known that everyone who signs an AEW contract does have to adhere to the employee handbook, and people started tweeting pictures of the handbook. Yeah, and then people were like debating whether or not there was a handbook, whether Jericho was in the room, and then the lawyer just goes like, uh, uh. This is gonna go very well in our court case. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it doesn't yeah. like if it's all because of a technicality and Jericho discarding an NDA because he's doing the right thing because he's calling out sickening behavior. That's the real problem. And the fact that we're discussing like, oh, is it okay to break an NDA? What we should be discussing is what happened in that locker room and why are we mad at a guy who's essentially whistleblowing and trying to protect but he, people? He isn't calling anybody out. He ha- he's ha- if he if he hasn't signed NDA, he sat on the information for a year and a half. That seems he might maybe it wasn't his battle to fight it. Haven't you seen all these fucking broads coming forward saying so and so raped him and whatnot? Well, now, well, 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 we're not done with the story about Chris Jericho yet. Uh oh. So someone who's like a wrestling journalist responded to Chris Jericho's tweet saying, what about all the NDAs you've made people sign? Uh-oh. And then some like British like model was tweeting p- d- images of Jericho DMing her. That broad needs to chill, man. Those are private messages. And oh, then and one, Chris- one of the details in between here was in between. So 4 a.m. Christmas, Jericho says, uh, I've never seen an employee handbook. Wednesday, Jericho's wife unlocks her Twitter account. Yes. So Jericho is a married man. Oh. Which I know nice, you like. Dude. I, I can relate to that guy. Yes. Being <laughs> an essentially married man. Yeah. And his wife is like a super Republican. Uh-oh, just like my wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she doesn't like to tell people that. But she's like, I can't wait to fucking vote for cool Donald Trump again. Yeah. She she tweeted something. It was like a hot picture of her. I'll say it was a hot picture of her. Oh, nice, yeah, where she dude. Has big old titties. And Ooh. then she hashtagged it, uh, proud to be purebred, which nice. is actually... Very racist. How? Yeah. how? Well, there was a, <laughs> the rumor for a while was that Jericho's wife is Republican. She was at January sixth, and nice. all donations are public. So, like Jericho donated five thousand dollars to Trump, which Hell I yeah. mean, I don't care about. But he's, a, he's supporting a fellow WWE Hall of Famer. Exactly. Dude. It would be weird. Jericho's if he actually never been in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Jericho. So that's something Trump has over Chris May- Jericho. Yeah. Well, then maybe maybe he's setting himself up for a WWE Hall yeah, of Fame yeah. induction yeah. by doing this. Maybe. But now Jericho's in the WWE. Dude. Now <laughs> Jericho's <laughs> wife like is public not. on Twitter with pictures of her in a group with like women for Trump size tweeting Christian lives matter and <laughs> shit like that. What's the problem with that? <coughs> she's a, she's based. To be honest, yeah, I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. So she's doing the right thing, right? Saying the right thing, yes. And somehow we have a problem with it. Well, it's she decides to unlock her Twitter account as her husband is getting dragged on Twitter. Why Listen, would she me do and that? Matt don't have a problem with it. Me and Matt support freedom of speech. Yes, it sounds absolutely. like an orchestrated attack on Jericho to silence him because maybe he does know. Something. I think everyone is free to have as annoying of a wife as you'd like. Yes. <laughs> um, so then now you've got. Um, people coming out and uh, starting to bring up, oh, there was this woman who worked for AEW, and it, uh, uh, she left the company when Chris Jericho tried to come on to her, and she wouldn't sleep with him. Why and not? she just reacted with, like, a heart emoji. Yeah, why do you think that she didn't want to sleep with Chris Jericho? Yeah, why the hell, what the hell's wrong with this bitch? I don't know. I, this chick sounds fucking nutty. I don't believe yeah. it. <laughs> Who knows? No, no one can resist Chris Jericho. But the true. coolest fucking guy. Damn, dude, he fucking beat The Rock and Stone Cold in, in the one same night. night. Are That's you kidding no other, me? There is no other man to, to do that. That's You're true. not going to have sex with that guy? First Get ever, out of town. Yeah. First Shut ever up. undisputed I don't champion. You, lady. <laughs> I don't believe you, lady. <laughs> 
And now there's like just stories and like rumors coming out. I saw people on Twitter calling him Me Too Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Me Too Jay. Hey, wait. The Ayatollah of non disclosure. I do want to bring up a counter argument to Joe. Okay. Have you considered believing all women? Yo. Boo! Chris Jericho came up. He came up in the Attitude Era of pro wrestling. Who would have ever thought he would have to have worry about fans believing women? Nice man. Fans used to come to shows chanting "filthy, dirty, disgusting hoe" to Stephanie McMahon when he would lead them in it. Shit rock, dude. Yeah. Time exchange. So, yeah, so now Jericho is going to the, the pay-per-view tonight that I cannot be at because I have to try to find a way to stop being an Damn. incel. So what happened to the tickets, dude? So I can't be there cheering Give on Chris Jericho. Give them the mat, dude. <laughs> now, like, people, I saw someone share, like, after the show tonight, they always do a uh, post-show uh, media scrum. Oh, hell yeah. People were sharing it saying the, the, most, uh, the most anticipated event in AEW history <laughs> just because so, they're going to be – someone's got to ask about the Jericho stuff. Well, so here's the – Here's the thing. If they ask Tony Khan, Tony Khan will find a way to get out of the question because that's what he does. Yeah. But is Tony Khan dumb enough to let Chris Jericho talk at the media scrum? Yeah. Yes. Let's see. If no. he is, then heat. it is. If not, then uh, it, nothing yeah, it will happen. generate heat. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll honestly, download it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this you know honestly, Joe's, Joe's convinced me. I think this is all a storyline. You know how when you you find out that someone's uh, legitimately tried to extort someone else for sex, and then you want to see them lose a fake wrestling match? Yeah. No, never, dude. <laughs> That's never happened. I, I want Hogan to get one more match. Do you? I do. Yeah. I, I don't think, think it, I don't think it'll be good. <laughs> I think it will, brother. Never say never, brother. I, have you seen Hulk Hogan's last match? Yeah, brother, and I think he's due for a comeback. <laughs> what was his last match? It's a TNA. It's him versus Sting in like twenty like eleven or so. Yeah. It was very and, powerful. Uh, the whole rumor online was that Hogan couldn't take any bumps; he couldn't fall over, and then he falls over once in the match and then brags about it online afterwards. <laughs> yeah, dude, Hogan rocks. Dude. <laughs> Hogan sick. fucking rocks, dude. What yeah. can you say? Yeah. You're kind of, in some ways, a lot like Hulk Hogan. You better believe it, brother. <laughs> if you, by vitamins you mean chemical fucking ketamine, dude. Because you're someone who I believe uh, lies sometimes. What? Never, dude. <laughs> no. They call me Honest Joe Gorman, dude. <laughs> That's what I call him. Yeah. I've never heard. I, but, but, like, you do it because it's funny. But, like, you do it constantly, whereas Hulk Hogan does it constantly without any bits involved. <laughs> nice. I saw Those are the best yeah. lies, though. I saw the Iron Claw recently. And some, oh, uh, yeah. Dude. I liked it. I thought it was good. Wait, wait, wait. Beep, 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 beep. Matt's movie hour. <laughs> He's gonna talk about this for an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got some time to fill, dude. It's yeah. Like, Come on, dude. It's between Christmas and New Year's, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw someone online say the next biopic should be about next wrestling movie should be about Hulk Hogan, and it's all of his lies and they're portrayed as if they really happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, Iron Claw's good. Do you know the story of the Von Erich family? I was actually watching that uh, Vice uh, document, Dark okay. Side of the Ring, about him. Yeah. Uh, base. Yeah. Uh, so I, I the uh, the most part, but I'd like to. I, I'm probably going to see the movie. The movie go is ahead. very good. It's yeah. um, it's the real life story is so sad. They had to not even include one of the brothers in the movie because three suicides would have been too much. Nice. Yeah. It's rare that a that a story is so sad that when Hollywood makes a movie about it, they have to 
instead of embellishing to make it worse, they have to take things away yeah. because it's too crazy. We got to tone it down a little yeah. bit. No one's going to believe this. Yeah. On, uh, on Christmas Day, myself and mother go see a movie together. What movie did you see? Uh, she was very much trying to wa- make us watch The Color P- Purple, the musical. That's crazy that it's a musical. <laughs> That's a bizarre thing to make a musical. Yeah. Um, but I, I insisted on Iron Claw, which I thought might have was going to ruin Christmas, but it ended up being good. Yeah. Because I thought it'd be too sad, and then everyone would be like, Christmas is ruined. Mm. Yeah, you got to be careful with those movies you watch on the with the family. Yeah, yeah. It's such a delicate balance. Yeah. You don't want any like graphic sex scenes. I heard your family was visiting recently. They did. Oh, yeah. yeah you, did the you guys, families met. Did you guys watch any movies? No, we didn't really. Uh, we went to fancy restaurants, which was nice. Okay. It's nice to be able to eat at like a fancy restaurant and not have to worry about it. Like, yeah. It's not nice to have worry about paying. <laughs> yeah. It's really nice when like they like, oh, cool. I don't even have. Yeah, I don't even have to like give the illusion of reaching for a wallet. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that fucking cool? I don't even need to fucking like, oh, are you sure? Are you sure? It's like, uh, thank you. You just go, thank you. That's all you need to do. Yeah. You know, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah it was fun. Uh, we got to go to an uh, Italian restaurant. Love the Italian restaurants. Nice. Uh, we got to go to a French restaurant at one point. Ooh la la. Yeah. Ooh la la. I had, uh, I had <laughs> liver and onions. It was fun. Yeah. The perfect old man strong meal. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I did the Jewish Christmas. I did the Chinese food in a movie. I watched Dude, Where's My Car? Dude, I would fucking love to eat some liver and onions and just fucking bang out some sets. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. It's I felt pretty sick. I did feel like fired up after that. Tomorrow, I'm going to lift weights, and I'm going to make liver and onions for myself. You should. Dude, eat it's, it immediately it's when I'm done. Pretty good. It's, I'm, you know, I feel like it was like 90s cartoons that gave <laughs> liver and onions a bad rap. Yeah, yeah. But no one in the 90s cartoons were jacked. Yeah. That is true. true. Rocco, not jacked. Everyone's all like, No one yeah. in Rocket Power was jacked. Yeah, mm. exactly. Liver and onions. That's like, <laughs> I, I was like, but now it's like, damn, liver and onions. That shit hits. I did yeah. see someone put a drawing online of Doug looking jacked. Oh yeah, you could you could draw anything and put it online. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. I've seen cool. some weird Doug drawings. Yeah, someone. In the I assume it wasn't just Doug being jacked. Someone <laughs> in a group chat uh, sent a picture of Mr. Dink's penis being cut in half. <laughs> Mr. Half Dink. <laughs> what happened? Did he get kidnapped by uh, Israel? I tried to block out a lot of what I saw of it, but uh, I don't oh, remember yeah. any Jewish undertones to it. But <laughs> nice. Can never tell these days. Yeah, it's hard to tell, dude. Mm. I uh, I went up to uh, Northampton, Massachusetts for a friend's baby shower the weekend before Christmas. Was, I got it the, bo- was it the girl Bobby got pregnant, which is why he's no longer on the podcast? Right. Yes. Oh. It is not that girl. Oh, damn. Um, no, it's two of my college friends. He still hasn't forgiven you, so you weren't invited to his baby shower. Yeah, dude. I wasn't. <laughs> it Matt, was, wait, uh, so the, the Matt came up to me and he said, what Bobby did was disrespectful and you either need to fire him or I'm out of here. Wait, so the lore is that Bobby got a girl pregnant and yes. that hurt Matt's feelings? Yeah, Matt was upset. Lore? Yeah. <laughs> you mean the truth? <laughs> <laughs> this all happened in the Buff Boys verse. Yeah. <laughs> this is all This is all fucking, yeah. This is, yeah. Who did Bobby get pregnant? This is all canon, dude. We can't say her name. Yeah. That's crazy, because I thought the part of the lore also is that Bobby loves condoms. Yeah, but, you know, his load was so powerful. Oh, yeah. He's, he's got big loads. loads. Yeah. 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 He did a counter on it, it <laughs> bursting through the condom like a fucking semi-automatic. Um, but yeah, I uh, went to my friend's baby shower. Open bar at a baby shower. No. I haven't ever seen that before. That's crazy. Um, the night before, me and a few of my college friends who went up there got an Airbnb and drank like we were in college again. No. And one of them could not handle it, so we ended up staying an extra night because I was driving her back and she was too sick to travel. Uh-oh. I think I know what really happened, though. What happened? Oh, come on, Matt. 
I can't stand on the Save podcast. Save it for the it's Patreon. In, you're, I don't want to incriminate you. Right. But <laughs> clearly, like, something happened when a woman consumes too much alcohol and spends an extra night. This is a dark riff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. We all know what happened, dude. Um, it's a dark riff. Also, I, <laughs> <laughs> when we were in Northampton, I was looking for just anything to do in the area, and it's like central Massachusetts. There's not much going on there. But I saw, like, the history nerd in me perked up when I saw that the Calvin Coolidge Presidential Uh-oh. Library is there. And I went, and it's just the Smith College Library. And then there's a room in the library that has some Calvin Coolidge stuff. Yeah. Very disappointing. But what what art, what Calvin Coolidge artifact would you want to see? His glasses. <laughs> Those dumb little glasses yeah. that fucking... He, that was Coolidge, right? No, he didn't have If you glasses. go there, you're like, it's really? his hat. He, every, uh, no, I've read a little Woodrow fucking Wilson. trivia. I've read a little trivia that every president wears glasses. Theodore Roosevelt had the little tiny circle ones. Well, I Those know Coolidge cool had little bitty glasses, too. Yeah. Yeah, you're not the only fucking... President nerd and the fucking <laughs> ask me a fucking fact. I'll tell you a fact about any president, dude. Uh, when did Calvin Coolidge lose his virginity? No, dude, you have to say, say the president, president, and I'll he'll tell say you a, a fact. Oh, okay. <laughs> John Tyler. <laughs> John Tyler, dude. His, his uh, his he was partnered with Tippy Canoe. He tipped a canoe. He was. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know presidents. All right, moving Joe on. Joe actually Mo- said a fact. Yeah. I thought you. I thought he was going to be like nope. he raped a woman. I know about every president. J- moving on. JFK. Moving on. <laughs> JFK. He was shot in the head. That is All true. Right. Bigger moving true. on. <laughs> Benjamin Harrison. <laughs> no, he actually had a gay lover. Oh, okay. Named Harrison Bunghole. That is true. It is weird when you date someone that's like their your last name is their first name. Yeah, but that's you know his name is my name too. That's what that song's originally <laughs> about as well. So having you ever dated gay sex with a <laughs> you ever dated a girl named name. Henley before? <laughs> no, nah, but I would. There's a there's a wrestler on NXT right now named Fallon Henley. Oh, nice. I could have her any. Would you wear a con- her? Would you wear a condom? No, but also nice, like dude. I don't know. I'm that's the way to, to go. Not wearing a condom is the way to go. When you're like, oh, they're out. They're out. <laughs> They're out. <coughs> yeah, what you uh, you went down to the Jersey Shore for Christmas, right, yeah, Mark? I went down Ooh. to the Jersey Shore, and uh, the night before, I went to do uh, do a bad open mic. Nah, yeah. those. Yeah. Are, is there any other kind, baby? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was called uh, Poem Apocalypse, which is a bad I, start. I I love that. Which is a uh, it's like a like the like apocalypse of poetry. I gathered. And they had music there. <laughs> you know, like that. Yeah, yeah. You know how good poets are with wordplay. Yeah. You know it. Yeah. I'm I'm loving this so far. Were and you the only, is that where you got your hat? Uh no, I got this in Scotland. Oh not oh nice. I'm, I'm an international comedian. That's true. That's true. He, well I thought he got it from a nineteen forties newsroom. <laughs> That's why Matt brings you up as international superstar. I broke the story about the time about how Calvin Coolidge wears glasses now. Yeah. Um yeah. But yeah, I uh, Calvin Coolidge was dead by the forties. Anyway, I, continue. I went to this mic and, uh, and and everyone there is sad and and, and uh, it's all going very poorly. Um, and uh, but there are uh, there are like uh, cakes there. They're like nice. Brownies. So I grab a brownie and I go to eat it, and then someone stops me and goes, "Ah, oh, hey man, those have ketamine in them." What's the problem? And I'm, <laughs> well, I, I listen. I'm a I'm a I'm like a straight edge drug free icon. Oh really? Punk yeah. rocker. You and CM Punk. Huh? Yeah, I'm like a CM Punk straight edge punk rock you, icon. CM Punk and one other person. Matt, take it away. 
uh, straight edge punk rock icon? No, just like a straight edge. So uh, Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins. Oh, is he a straight edge? Lose, you lose. I think. Sorry, I was gonna say Joe Gorman. He's lifelong straight edge. Henry Rollins. Yeah, he's he's done drugs, but I think he's straight edge now. Really, I thought he was straight edge. I think he just gets angry and lifts weights all day. Really, because I thought like it was like what's wrong with that? Like, maybe you're right, but I thought like black. I thought it was always like as a kid he was like I'm a straight edge terrorist fucking (laughs) vegan warrior. I think he was a straight edge straight edge guy that worked at an ice cream store and then he joined Black Flag and then they were like you should drink beer and then do acid. Damn. And then he did for a little bit and then. Stopped and they were all like, "You're a fucking nerd." Beer and acid's a pretty good combo. Yeah, but so so I go to eat this brownie and I'm like, "They're like that has ketamine," and I'm like, "What?" And they go, "Oh, I'm just joking." Like, does this have something in it? And they're like, "Oh, I don't know." So then I I like take a bite and it does taste like uh, like kind of weird, like not real sweet. You fucking psyched yourself up so your brain was like, "Well, I guess I better release the exact (laughs) same chemical I would release if you ate ketamine." Yeah, it's like I I willed myself into having a K-hole. Yeah, that could happen, dude. Like, yeah, you know, pills just like unlock the chemicals that are already in your brain. It just tells your brain to release shit that's already there. Is this true? It's not like there's like a foreign substance, you know, there there's, there's the substances drugs just triggers the reaction from your brain yeah it's uh, all that shit's in your brain already not my brain i'm a straight edge icon i wish dude man i wish i could get <laughs> that fucking i need to do a mushroom trip again pretty soon mm. maybe no I'll joe do don't this. do it maybe i'll do one this oh i don't want i don't mean to say this in front of you mark but maybe i'll do a mushroom trip later this week Ooh. just buy one of those chocolate bars yeah eat the whole thing and then just get just walk from one end of uh, manhattan to the other yeah. And then, so there was something in them, right? Oh, so then I have a cookie too, because I'm like, in for a pound. Yeah, you gotta try the brownie, you gotta try the cookie. And then someone does come up and they're like, there is weed in these. And I've now taken straight edge, dude. Listen, I know, and I'm very ashamed of it. (laughs) You you turned your back on everything. You you stood for it. On accident. But uh, I mean, in some ways, I do feel like it does serve me right because I am just like eating like uh, dessert foods without asking anybody, and that is not a good quality. You did ask, and somebody fucked with you. Well, they didn't know. They were I, I. I grabbed one, and then before I ate it, they were like, "That's got ketamine," and I'm like, "What?" And they said, "I don't know what that. I don't know what's in that." I don't think ketamine would even like cook well. I don't know. Yeah, our, huh? yeah, I love. Ketamine. I know Joe loves ketamine, but do they? They don't have ketamine like in brownies, like edible ketamine. No, really. dude, it's a fucking yeah. powder. Unless like I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, but yeah, I think you can also like inhale it. You can like vape it, maybe. Yeah, but I don't think you can cook it. Yeah, you can vape ketamine. I think you can like use it as like an inhaler. Interesting, but yeah. I don't know. I just snort it like a fucking rego. <laughs> yeah, just going. I'm a regular working class guy. I snort my ketamine and I put my pants on one leg at a time. Yeah. Well, that is very inspirational. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> inspirational Joe Gorman. Yeah, that's me, baby. Yep. But yeah, so the, the how was your trip? Uh, bad. Oh very no, bad. why? Because I don't like it. <laughs> but like, I don't like you... weed. I I, I yeah. started like. Uh, I was like normal high, and then all of a sudden I was like crazy high. Yeah, that's what edibles will do. Because like, yeah, the when it uh, the THC, you when it gets digested and shit, it releases like a whole new chemical. Yeah, for you to react to. So it's like a deeper, more intense kind of high. Yeah. So I thought I was gonna throw up. Yeah. So I ran into the bathroom and I'm like on the ground about to vomit, and then I'm like. I actually don't have to vomit in it at all. Nice. So I stood up and then I like walked sort of back to the room and then they're kind of like, "Is Mark here? All right, you're on stage." So oh, I like, no. run on stage to stand up, like high out of my mind. And then on I just did, the pomocalypse. Yeah, on the pomocalypse. And then I just did crowd work for how to stop being high immediately. <laughs> just pointing at people, being like, "Hey, you! How do you get stop being high?" And then they would be like. Uh, drink water And I'm like Alright bartender Get some water And like there's no bartender There for the whole set Oh shit So I'm just like Talking to a bartender That's not there And just like 
doing nice. all this crowd work and uh someone had to like they like move my car into like a parking lot and then like give me a ride home but it was like it felt like I was at the poem apocalypse for like six hours. Damn, that sucks. I was like, I was watching with a, probably a five minute poetry set for what felt like like the, the full length of Avatar. Yeah. I don't know if that was being high or just uh, being at poem apocalypse. <laughs> I feel like if I was there and sober, it would also feel like it lasted way longer than it actually yeah. did. Yeah, no, it's it's never gonna be like a quick a quick thing going through. <laughs> yeah, but it was uh, it was very very long. And then the after, no one ever says time flies at the pomocalypse. So. <laughs> and then the after after Mike Hang uh, also felt like that was like a full hour of everyone just being like. Yeah, man, we had a good time. You know, we're all giving our all. Uh, like the whole that thing, you're just like yeah. doing that. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I'm never going to get home. Yeah. Damn, well, I'm glad you got home. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could have taken an Uber. Was it far away from your house? It was uh, hard to process even like what the process of getting an Uber would be. Uh, I was like so fucked up. I was like, I don't, I didn't think I'd be able to like organize damn. getting in, getting the app and then waiting for the Uber to show up. Like it would have been too much. Well, I guess that's like. That's probably the uh, worst way to get high. It's <laughs> accidentally. Yeah. When you're not do- when you don't do it normally. You Have you ever yeah. had like a really bad set when you were high? Yeah, but I didn't care. Yeah. Because <laughs> you were high. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like, well, well, I had fun. And I listened to the setback, and I'm like, oh, that is wild. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy, man. What did you do? I just fucking riffed about stuff. Oh, one thing I did, I remember riffing <laughs> about, was the idea that the Lion King. Like that opening scene where it goes, I had the idea that, oh, can you imagine how they pitched that? At the, it's just some fucking white guy in a suit and tie singing like these African chanting songs to a bunch of other white executives at Disney <laughs> at the time in the 90s. I'm like, isn't that cool? And then I was riffing about how like, well, I'm thinking about all these incredible things, but I'm having a hard time processing it verbally. <laughs> so I wonder if this was like to be like a dip, like living with dementia as an old person. Mm. And I was like, hey, if I have dementia as an old person, play this setback and I want to see if I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I think that would be very, that was very funny too. Pretty sick. It was, isn't that cool to have a set that transcends time? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I left a little fucking, uh, I left a little fucking time box uh, for future me should I live that long. Hopefully I don't make it past 60. My God. Can you imagine that shit? Fuck yeah, that. I can imagine you being older. Ah, never, dude. I got 20 years left. 21 <laughs> 20 years. 21 years? 21 years. R.I.P. <laughs> really, 20 and a half years, if we're being real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, it's over. How often do you perform high? Every day, dude. Every, every day? waking moment of my life, dude. Damn. When I wake up, I have I smoke two joints in the morning. <laughs> I smoke two joints at night. <coughs> Remember that Dude, one? Do you know what he's doing? No. Sublime. Oh, Sublime, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, the song that right. smokes two Matt joints. Matt doesn't know pop culture. I know Sublime. <laughs> no, you don't, dude. Not well. They never fucking toured with Taylor Swift. <laughs> he was too busy true. dying of a heroin overdose. Yeah, Matt is, quite frankly, now only into girl music. You know how You know how the I, lead singer... Not only. Matt is... Listen, I live with Matt, and I, I have... I, I can exp- I'll expose some of his secrets. One of them... He's only into girl music now. I listen to a lot of girl music, but I also still <laughs> listen to my... I still got my Linkin Park in there. So I got some Sum 41 good shot. My Morgan Wallen. Yeah. My country music. But mostly it's like Taylor Swift, Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, Victoria Justice. <laughs> Michelle Branch. Michelle Branch. Oh, uh, Victoria Justice. We've, we've both been on a little Nickelodeon <laughs> kick with Jeanette McCurdy and Victoria Justice. Yeah, we've gaslit Uh-oh. ourselves into being into the song Best Friends Brother by Victoria Justice. It's pretty Why? sick. Why? 
Uh, I was reading, there's a book about, Jeanette, you know, Jeanette McCurdy from the iCarly? Yes, I know her mother died, poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> her mother abused her into becoming, like, a star. And Dan Snyder had sex with her repeatedly. I don't think he did. I think he did. It's not in the book, because I read. I think Dan Snyder had, I think he's the father of... Uh, uh, Freddie? No, um, <laughs> of uh, Jamie Lynn Spears' son. I think he's the biological Why father. Why do you think that? Huh? I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking look at him. And he likes he likes feet. He does. Yeah, supposedly he does. He made like he made the and that baby does have feet. What do you folks think? Did did Dan Snyder do it? This is all speculation, of course. Right. Nothing that can be held against me in a court of law <laughs> because I'm just a I'm just a simple high podcaster who right. waxing poetic about a possible future. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But wouldn't that be damn? That would be like imagine like. <laughs> You're just like fucking like sexually assaulting like everyone at Nickelodeon Studios in the 90s, but it's such like a profit house. They're just like, put it in the GAC fund. It doesn't matter. Cover it up. <laughs> the GAC fund. Remember that shit? GAC? You ever have GAC? Oh, yeah. No, I never had it, but I used to Your parents it. didn't let you have it. They yeah, thought it would stain shit. Yeah, it's huh? too, too gross. My fucking parents, they tried to fucking limit my GAC, but I got my <laughs> yeah. fucking GAC. You got your GAC. I got my, That's going to be such like an old person thing to say, talking about GAC. <laughs> Gack, but Flubber, what else? What, what were some other cool slime, shit? Slime, yeah. getting slimed. They had Nickelodeon Floam for a minute, too, yeah. which was like a gack with styrofoam that you could mold and sculpt. So supposedly, Dan Schneider uh, made Jeanette McCurdy drink her first sip of alcohol Ooh, and nice. said that the iCarly kids were too uptight and they didn't drink together like the Victorious kids did. Ooh. The Victorious kids, that's Ariana Grande was in that. Yeah. Now, Victoria he, Justice, he must have assaulted kid. Ariana Grande, don't you think? Now, Matt, you met Ariana. I did. Did she have <laughs> signs of abuse? <laughs> um, did she confide in you yeah, about this? She, yeah, when I met her once at a party. Um, <laughs> if you raised your I, voice, did I, she, like, flinch? Uh, no. I mean, I barely said anything. We met, we met each other, and then for the rest of the night, we were in different circles. Because, of course, you were. Why would I be in the same circle as Ariana Grande you can work at a party? Your way over. You'd be like, oh, do you like WrestleMania? Yeah. <laughs> Just come on, break the ice, dude. Yeah. This is before you were obsessed with girl singers. I nowadays like nothing can stop you from what, talking to What are you to talking a, about? I have been obsessed with <laughs> Michelle Branch for years. But nowadays nothing can stop you from talking to a girl singer yeah. what, what, <laughs> What's changed in Matt that made him start liking girl singers? I don't know. Or should I say who changed in his life? Ben moved out and he started only listening to girl singers. <laughs> Do you think he was like putting up like a facade in front of Ben? He yeah, was yeah he was like, bullied. Ben needs a masculine role model. Yeah. <laughs> Where is Ben now? He's in Astoria. Will yeah. you ever see him again? Oh, uh, yeah. We saw each other a couple weeks ago. Wow. Does he know that you're only into girl singers now? <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we uh, best friends brother is a bop. Yeah, BFB, BFB, my best friend. I never, I never listen to any of that shit, dude. You're not in the girl singers? No, nah, man, I listen to Everclear. Okay, you mean <laughs> Everclear, you, the alcohol? No, the no, band. There is a band called There's Everclear. There's a band. Yeah, you wouldn't know oh. it because it is boy singers. But oh, it yeah, is. dude, I like that. I, I like that. Like it's 90s, just such a, I know I have an I essence. Like 90s <laughs> alt, I like '90s alt rock, so I like Third Eye Blind. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you there know? you go. I like Spin Doctors. Two Princes. Yeah. Dude, I love all that shit. Um, I like uh, Semisonic <laughs> Closing Time. I love all that shit. Um, Save Tonight by Cherry. Uh, uh, Eagle Eye Cherry. Save Tonight. Yeah. yeah good songs. Good. Yeah. Shimmer. Yeah. That's like that's on my fucking. Well, now I'm listening. To, now I'm on YouTube Music because okay. I have to pay for YouTube. Yeah. Because I need that. I had that ad blocker. <coughs> and then, of course, they fucking figured out, hey, turn off your fucking ad blocker. <laughs> so it's like. All right, you fucking win. Yeah. yeah. All right, take my fucking money. 
It's worth it to watch these twerking videos and also videos of people falling down a flight of stairs. What do you like watching on YouTube, Mark? Uh, not so much that, I guess. Really? Uh, I like... Uh, Haim. Haim, yeah. Haim. Ooh, delicious little girls. Huh? Oh, yeah. who listens oh. to girl music in the apartment now? Uh, yeah, but I don't exclusively listen to girl music. I also listen to Danzig. <laughs> you guys into Danzig? Damn. Yeah, Danzig fucking rocks. Danzig, I, Kelly. I like Danzig, but Danzig is one of the lamest things to be into. He's like, uh, do you know anything about Danzig? No. He's like a jacked punk rock guy that wants to be like Elvis. Yeah. Like a kind of like a scary Elvis. Yeah, he's like, well, what if how, what if how, what does Elvis do on Halloween, baby? <laughs> <laughs> uh, boo, baby. <laughs> it's a trick or treat, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's all. Trick or treat, uh, smell my feet. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm Jack Skellington. Or I'm <laughs> Trick or treat, smell my feet. Dan Schneider, somewhere like hell, yeah. yeah Damn. Do you think Dan Schneider got? Think he invented yeah. trick or treat, smell my feet. I think that was Dan That's Schneider. Possible. Yeah. Yeah, because that was like a '90s thing that yeah. popped up. Yeah. Trick or treat, smell my feet. You know, give me something good to eat. If you don't, I don't care. I'll pull down your underwear. That's a Dan Schneiderism if I've ever heard it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, we fucking broke some news, dude. Yeah. Dan Schneider invented <laughs> trick or treat, smell my feet. Yeah, so I had no idea. <laughs> that used to be a fucking bop, dude. Yeah. Remember that when we had all the time in the world where it's like, let's add some verses to trick or treat. <laughs> yeah. You know? We got time. Yeah. Now it's like fucking, hey. Now time's money. I don't even have time to fucking go trick or treating. And if I did, I would just say trick or treat. <laughs> you would go trick or treating still? I wish I could. You're very visibly an adult, though. Nah, dude. With a fucking <laughs> it's a great costume. Yeah, with the uh, with the fucking right costume, people wouldn't know the difference. Do you think if you shaved your mustache, you could trick or treat successfully? Yeah, if I cut my hair short too. Absolutely. I feel like the hair is youthful looking. Really, I think like I look when I have like a bowl cut because you have like, like no a mushroom, a mushroom cut. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I don't even dye my hair. Yeah, yeah. So I just have a low stress life. Wait. Just smoking all the weed. Mm. Would you? Sorry to endorse drugs yet again on the str- sober straight edge podcast. Uh, I would like to anti endorse drugs right now. Anti endorse. <laughs> <laughs> I went five Condemned days. Drugs. I went five days without smoking weed, and it was the most productive five days. Like I felt like. Was it worth it? It's probably good to take like a tolerance break every now and again. Yeah. Um, but I, I, it was one of like, but like the addict I am, I went, well, now that I've done five days, I could probably go forever if I really had to. Yeah. So now I can start doing more than I've ever done before. I think you could go forever. Wow. Thanks, Mark. I believe in myself now, too. <laughs> is there, is there a guide you can give me and you just hand me the Holy Bible? Let's <laughs> <laughs> give you the Torah. Yeah. <laughs> nice, dude. I could get into that. What do you need other than the Torah? The Torah is very boring. Have you ever read it? No. It's a lot of like listing like juice. Nice, dude. Listing is that, juice. Is that, was that Schindler's yeah. List? No, no. There was, there was the original list of juice. Yeah, you didn't Torah. know the Torah is actually Schindler's List. <laughs> Schindler's List and Adaptation of Torah. Mm. The other thing, uh, Matt doesn't know anything around the apartment. Oh, no. And one of the things is that there's an old man that lives in our basement. Gross. There's an old Chinese man. Ooh. And, uh, Free soup. Oh, Vinny, well, you can't go there. He'll eat you. I don't know that he'll eat Finny, but he also doesn't give us free soup. Uh, he just he lives in the basement. His name is Uncle, and he started uh, screaming at our landlord through her door. Oh, you pay! It's sort of like that. He screams in Chinese, and I came. I walked in on him one day screaming in Chinese, and he just kind of looked at me like. And then he went back to screaming at her door as when I went upstairs. And, you uh, don't need to see nothing of you. <laughs> and Matt has never once noticed the guy screaming in Chinese. <laughs> Matt's like, that's a Chinese guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I got my headphones in. 
Doing some editing. Chilling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Chinese guy could be dead in the basement screaming for help, and Matt wouldn't notice for days. I do. <laughs> I broke up my back. <laughs> well, now that I know what he sounds like yeah. from Joe doing a, uh, <laughs> a Japanese impression. Exactly. Of a Japanese from Joe doing this dead on impression. Now I know what to listen for. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, Joe. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah, we'll we'll release this uh, December 24th, 2024. Yeah, oh, well, next year. 12, 24, 24. That's yeah. going to be a magical Christmas Eve. Yeah. That's going to be good. Yeah. Apparently, uh, someone on... will finally find his forever home. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be so exciting. <laughs> Look how he is. Yeah. Maybe it'll be with Mark. It won't. <laughs> I already have enough hands full with Matt and Anthony and the yeah. old Chinese man yes. screaming in the basement. <laughs> nice, dude. Well, that sounds like a sitcom in and of itself. He is smelling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does that. He, pa- he passed the litmus test. He Did just I? he's always excited to get attention. Yeah. How do I be good with dogs? You are, dude. You just give them attention. Okay. You can play with them. When Infinity, when I first came over, I, I was trying to uh, bully him. Yeah. He, took, he took to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Boy, it was fun. No, it was like I pretended to not like him. And, okay. that's, and then like Kelly's like, oh, but now you like him. It's like, I've always liked dogs. I'm like, come on. Yeah. I pretend not to like dogs to win yeah, him yeah. over, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm you gonna play neg. hard to get. Yeah. I'm going to neg him until I, until I become his king. Hell yeah. 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 I, now uh, we're like best friends. He's my homie. There you go. We're going to be playing Baldur's Gate 3 tonight. Have you been playing it? I haven't, no. Do I've you? been playing Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Oh, really? That's an anime game where you're a lawyer. Dude, I think you'd like Baldur's Gate 3. Have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, a little bit, not Dude, too much. I'm in the same boat. I played it a yeah. little bit. I always thought it was it was it always looked fun because the people that played it had like such strong bonds and like they're all about it. Yeah. And it just never clicked for me. I got this game on a whim just because people were saying like, "Oh, you should you should try it and we can all play together." Yeah. Dude, I love this fucking game. It's so much fucking fun. I'm a half high elf, half human, and I'm a rogue, so I can like fucking pickpocket people. I'm lockpicking. Bit of a shit. rogue in real life too. I know, dude. Dude, uh, I'll show you uh, a picture of myself. I, that, that's a cut to me, so that way I know to, to no. add a picture of myself <laughs> as the rogue elf, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna do that, and uh, no, it's 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 a lot of fun. It's like traditional Dungeons and Dragon where yeah. you know you have like skills and you have to roll a die mm-hmm. and you know you can have armor and augments. It, it's it's very Skyrimy, yeah, witchery, uh, but it's very Dungeons, predominantly Dungeons and Dragons. The like, only playing it, I can tell like oh, this was meant for a mouse and keyboard. The only time I've ever really played Dungeons and Dragons was on stage. There was yeah. like a show when I was at the Fringe. I was I'm an international Christmas comedian, so yes. I went over there and then to advertise my show, I would play the character Punk Rock Santa. Okay, and I would go there, and then uh, the first day I did it, the audience was all women. They didn't really like me. It Dump was an all women showed up for a Dungeons and Dragons show because I couldn't I couldn't guess that that's what it would be. And then my backstory was that I was a uh, I was like a drug addict that okay. uh, that was like sucking dick for cocaine. And then I uh, I found the magic guitar pick that gave me Santa Claus powers. Nice. And made me stop addicted to drugs. Dude, and then hell someone yeah. said, "Are you also a hardcore Christian?" And I said, "I suppose the character would be yes." <laughs> <laughs> and then that seemed to lose the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that it was Mark Henley <laughs> answering and not the son. <laughs> I suppose my character would be. Uh, 
shit. So in future ones where I did the show, I, I stopped doing that because the only way I could win them back is I would, I would have my character do Santa Claus powers. Oh, nice. Like I like, I deploy presents, and they'd be kind of like, oh, okay, that is clever, but otherwise they seem not. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. I well, I think you'd like it, man. If you have like okay. just like a spare eighty-five bucks lying around, <laughs> yeah, go ahead and get it. Do you I, ever do you ever play the lawyer game, uh, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney? No, no. Is the name of the lawyer Phoenix Wright? He's Phoenix Wright, and he's an Ace Attorney. I, I he's like the best playing, attorney. I like he's playing, a defense attorney. Uh, Fortnite more than anything. I okay. love playing Fortnite with the boys. Which what's was, your what skin do you use? Dude, you know what? Uh, recently, I've been playing as John Wick. I do like <laughs> nice. I do like the John Wick skin, but. When I'm playing in matches, I am uh, most often Spider-Man in the black suit. Okay, black suit Spider-Man. So in, in Fortnite, you can have all these different costumes. You could be like Goku. You could be Spider-Man. I've seen some people as John Cena. Yeah, yeah you could be well, I mean, I haven't seen them, but I've heard yeah. that they are John <laughs> Cena. You could be Eminem. You could be all these different yeah. ones. Yeah. I have all four Ninja Turtles. Oh, cool. So I happen uh, wearing Raphael lately. Yeah. If you were a Ninja Turtle, who would you be? Michelangelo. I think no so doubt. too. I think I think it's yeah. it's pretty cool. I'm I'm a one hundred percent Michelangelo. Who would I be? You'd be Donatello. Hell yeah. That's the one with the stick, right? The stick, but he's also the most tech savvy. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very tech savvy. Who am I? Matt, you're uh Casey Jones. Yeah, he's Casey he loves Jones. Hockey. Yeah. Casey Jones. Turtles. Yeah, you're not even a mutant. You're That's just a their friend. Guy. <laughs> not just their friend. Yeah, they have a, friends you're, with the turtles. They, they have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even get to be a ninja turtle. Come on. Yeah, we didn't even. It's not like we ran out of turtles. <laughs> yeah, there were two other options. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Matt. No turtles. Left. Like, it's Raphael. There's Leonardo. It's like, ah, sorry. We're like, dude. we're still casting them. You're yeah. definitely yeah. Casey Jones. Look, we don't. We, yeah, we don't want to get locked in right away. Yeah, but also. So if you knew who we were talking about, there's no chance you wouldn't pick Casey Jones. Okay. He's a hockey guy. Yeah. He has a hockey mask. Uh-huh. Has he a hockey he stick. Bangs April he bangs April O'Neil. Who's April O'Neil? The woman. She's the bitch. She's the bitch. She's the lady. <laughs> <laughs> you were classing it up, She's Mark. the queen. <laughs> yes. April O'Neil is the name of a porn star, I think. Uh, yes. No, you're yeah, thinking, yeah. You're thinking of Ali O'Neill, and she's a comedian. You fucking piece of shit. No, there's yes, also I, uh, there's also an April O'Neill porn star. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, Matt's check out more, both. Matt's more horny than nerdy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right, dude. <laughs> um. Uh. Well, I was gonna say uh, uh, I spit huh? it out already. That I, I'm I'm currently blowing up on Twitter. It's a oh, kind of yeah. big deal. <laughs> so what is this shit all about anyway? I'm up to 1.5 million views on a video I made about a pop tart. The pop tart, you know the pop tart thing? Yeah, no, but I told him to make the fucking Buff Boys clip about the pop tart thing, and that could have been our million and two views. Yeah, I uh, well, the, there's the the college football. They do the bowl games every year, and they all have a different sponsor. So there's like the uh, AutoZone Bowl, the Meineke Car Care Bowl, or whatever. And uh, this year, one of them is the Pop Tarts Bowl. Nice. Oh, I and see. And there's a Pop Tart mascot. Who was like dancing and having a good time all game, and then like uh, messing with the referees. And at the end of the game, they had like a giant toaster that he's lowered into while holding a sign that says "Dreams really do come true." It's kind of dark. <laughs> he's holding a sign saying "Dreams come true" as he's about to be murdered in front of a live crowd. Nice dude. Well, that's no different than our fucking soldiers that go to war. Finn, get out of there! No. <laughs> no, you can't see, but Finn looks very angry. Yes. <laughs> He's but defiant. I was doing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the Pop-Tart get mascot gets lowered in, and then out comes a real Pop-Tart that the winning team gets to eat. 
And uh, so everyone's been tweeting about this Pop-Tart and sharing all the videos and everything of him. And so I took a compilation of all the uh, videos of him dancing and then uh, uh, put it to the tune of uh, Good Riddance, Time of Your Life by Green Day. Um, and at the very end of the compilation, I made a black and white picture of the Pop-Tart with saying Pop-Tart 2023 to 2023. And the caption was, we'll miss you, Pop-Tart. <laughs> and it's up to 1.5 million views on Twitter right now. You dropped the mic. Joe dropped the mic. <laughs> I'm shocked. That's what people want to see on Twitter, though. I think is they I want g- like a they want a bit that they're like someone b- that like is very clear. I think a clear yeah. bit. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, it is wild. I'm just like I have no idea what people on the internet want of everything I've ever tweeted. That's the thing that gets 1.5 million views. People love pop tarts. You guys like pop tarts? Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Favorite yeah. flavor. Damn, you know what? Oh, you know, I love the s'mores one. The s'mores one? Yeah, that's a that one is good. Because also has a graham cracker. Crust. It does, does have, have like a grand tra- bread crust. Traditional one. Does yeah. it? Yeah. I'm going to get also, some Pop-Tarts now. Strawberry Pop-Tart? That's the best Pop-Tart. Just the does. OG or the one frosted kind? Oh, the the frosted one. The unfrosted one is for lunatics. Dude, isn't it crazy? Like, that when I was growing up in the uh, 80s, like, the unfrosted were standard. Were they? Yeah. And then, like, and then the packaging would say, like, like it was, dude, it was originally just strawberry, blueberry, and cherry if you were wild. Yeah. Eventually they had an apple cinnamon one. And okay. this is this and that was like the variety pack. The first one was like the strawberry frosted. When that came out, that was a huge deal. Game changer. And they would all announce like frosted. And like frosted and Pop Tarts were always the standard. Yeah. And at some point in like the mid two thousands, they rebranded and the frosted was the standard and then unfrosted was explicitly marked in the packages. Every time I see unfrosted strawberry, I'd be like, who buys this? My mom used to buy them sometimes. And I'd always be like, what is this fucking Un- bullshit? Unfrosted, you get the illusion that it is a breakfast food. Mm. I can, I can see. I guess you, I can see how you would do it, but but it's not a an actual breakfast food. It's a snack. It's a breakfast food. I mean, I wouldn't eat it for breakfast. It's part of a complete boys. breakfast. <laughs> not That's real, not a real buff. Yeah. Is it a real buff boy breakfast, you'd say? No, no. A real are there, buff pro- boy are there protein Pop-Tarts? A real buff boy breakfast. This is what uh, I'm an honorary buff boy today, right? Yes. Yeah. Is uh, overnight oats with protein powder. How do you make it? You, uh, It's not interesting for a podcast. Why not? You just like put oatmeal and like almond milk and like a little thing, and then okay. you put it in the fridge overnight. Overnight, but do you add the protein powder before or after? After, after. Yeah. Interesting. Do you put it in a blender? No, you don't no, do you all just that. Mix it all by hand. Yeah, yeah. Aren't you worried about the protein powder clumping up all weird? No, you stir it. Okay. <laughs> what do you eat for breakfast, Joe? <coughs> Excuse me. I don't eat breakfast. I me have neither. coffee. I intermittent fast. So I, I just don't have I, breakfast. I, I I drink coffee and smoke weed, and then I. One o'clock, I go out to the halal truck, the one that's right outside, and I get chicken over rice, and I eat that. And that is a real buff boy breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and then for dinner, it's whatever Kelly tells me. Like you know, we're gonna maybe she'll make me something. Um, maybe we'll we'll go out to eat. You Does know? she tell you like food every time, or sometimes she like you just get water and bread today? Nah, we always eat something. She's never like, punish if, you with the dinner. If she's out and about, you know, she'll be like, okay, well you're you know, I'm gonna get dinner, or I'm yeah. going out with them, and I'll you know. Uh, that no, geez, I never make my own food, so maybe I'll go get a burrito. Yeah, you know, or maybe I'll uh, get some pizza. Pizza's good. Pizza's always good. Or then I can always go to the 
beloved bodega and get a sandwich. Yeah. You can never go wrong with I sandwich. had some midnight Taco Bell last night. Did you? Not my best moment. <laughs> what, I was out drinking with a, I was out drinking with a friend of mine and we were in Hoboken and there's I mean the bars in Hoboken. There was like a bar we were at one dollar beers. Yikes. Till eight o'clock. Then another one we went to there was three dollar well drinks until yeah. ten o'clock. Uh oh. And um, then we went to a couple other bars where it was normal price drinks. But at that point, we had drank so much that we just like had one or two drinks at those bars. Right. right. And then it was like, all right, once you're drinking that much, it's like, all right, we got to go eat somewhere. Yeah. And my I have three go to's when I'm doing like the late night. uh, Mm -hmm. We've been drinking all night. Where do we go? Get some to eat. I say it's Taco Bell, pizza or 7-Eleven taquitos. Okay. I love I love Taco Bell so much. Yeah, because yeah. Taco, Taco Bell has—they're uh, always doing some weird thing. They're always up to something. Yeah, yeah. You get there and like this is a burrito with a bunch of hot sauce in it. And you're like, I'm trying it or something. Hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah. No, I, I always—I just do my burrito supreme with the taco and Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Yeah, one of the most uh, uh, unhinged things I've done in the past year was I ate Taco Bell on a bus once. Ooh, damn! You're like, that's very rude. What kind of Taco Bell was it? I was it was in Scotland. I was on the top of a double decker bus. Oh, you're fine. Just fucking eating eating tacos that crunch and fall apart every single that's bite fine. you have. You're on the top of a bus. <laughs> like who gives a fuck? That's, yeah, I, don't, I think it's there's still rules on the top of the bus. No, there's no fucking rules, dude. What rule? What, what we always rule. Worry about repercussions and, and whatnot. Yeah, no one. Quite frankly, no one can stop me. It's that a night. victimless crime. Yeah, eating your lunch. People yeah. are worried about eating like food they paid for on a bus ticket that they paid for. It's not disturbing. It. You're not bothering anyone. Yeah, you're on the top. Yeah. You know, so clearly, like it was the like top a well, is still the bus though. I don't know it why, was a, but it was a well ventilated area. No, it's it's ceilinged. Who gives a fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Joe you don't wasn't like gonna it. care no matter where you, you are. Don't, you don't like it. <laughs> Fuck, go down a flight, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm eating here. <laughs> What's your? You're, you're not a big drinker, but what was or your go-to drunk food? Uh, in San Francisco, I was lucky because I get go to like a late night taqueria and get like a mm. real burrito. Ah, uh, so you know, usually like a chicken burrito. Um, McDonald's was always like an option. There weren't like a lot of like late night places, so it was yeah. like either. Either Golden Boy Pizza in North Beach, yeah. um, a taqueria, which was like usually where I would go, um, or fast food. Yeah, there is something to, like Seven Eleven taquitos. Just they they'll hit different when you're drunk and you just see. It almost is like uh, when you're like in the de- if you're like stranded in a desert and you haven't had water in two days and you start to like hallucinate, see the mirage. Like I remember at Stony Brook. Uh, going to a house party, yeah. walking back to campus, and seeing the lights from the Seven Eleven in the distance. And getting in there and seeing the taquitos on the little roller. Oh, beautiful sight. A tear coming to your eye. Huh? A tear coming to your eye. Yes. As you're just very drunk. You've been drinking for the last six, seven hours. You just bite into like a beef and cheese taquito. The the beef and the taquitos at Seven Eleven are something I love. Monterey a, Jack chicken. I Ooh. loved them as a teenager, and then something changed, and they, they don't taste that good to me anymore. Like they Uh-oh. don't taste that flavorful. Maybe they changed. Maybe Damn. I changed. Maybe you did change. Maybe we all changed. You ever have the rolled up uh, cheeseburger there? No. Oh, yeah. The cheeseburger roll up. You've had yeah, it. I have. Yeah, those, they roll. Those roll ups are good. They roll up the cheeseburger as if it's a hot dog. Yeah. It's I perfect. haven't had that. I have had a 7-Eleven hot dog. It once looks before. disgusting, but it, it's fine actually. It, it literally looks like a turd. Yeah, the 7-Eleven the, the hot dog roll up is fine. I, I the hot too. dogs are gross at 7-Eleven. Yeah, yeah, all the food is gross at 7-Eleven. That's part of the charm. The, the yeah. pizza, pizza, and the chicken wings don't do that. The ketos, I think, are solid. Yeah. 
I haven't had the cheeseburger roll up before. It's all good. Dude, there's always tonight. <laughs> I may, tr- I may try tonight. <laughs> Tonight's the night, dude. Maybe. What are we up to? Are we up to our feet of strength for this week? Oh, yeah, dude. All right. We are. So What's because feet of strength? Uh, each episode, uh, <laughs> the relax, Buff, Mark. Each episode of the Buff Boys, we bring up a famous feat of strength that was oh. accomplished throughout the world somewhere. Okay. And for this episode, I'm very excited since I knew you were going to have you on. I wanted to bring up one of the greatest feats of strength in history. 1987, WrestleMania three. Hulk Hogan slamming Andre the Giant. Oh yeah, that was cool. Yes. Hulk Hogan, who, according to Hulk Hogan, he lifted 800 pounds and bro- tore every <laughs> muscle in his back. <laughs> That's awesome, you have dude. to respect that, that he'll just, all of those things are checkable, and you're just like, nope, I'll say it, it's fine. It is wild. <laughs> I feel like every time Hulk Hogan tells the story of slamming onto the giant, he yeah. gets heavier and more muscles in his back tore. Yeah, he's like, I tore all the muscles in my back, brother. I didn't know I was going to do it until Andre told me to do it. He was the minute. first one to ever do it. Like, <laughs> It was. It is a pretty wild sight. Yeah, yeah. If you've ever seen it, uh, do we? You want to do a little point? Yeah, Can dude. we edit that in? <laughs> Hulk Hogan slamming and Andre the Giant. Now, yeah. <laughs> it's literally the first thing on every single WWE like programming thing now. Yeah. Everyone starts with the footage of him slamming Andre. Yeah. And uh, I also, uh, when I was looking it up, found a uh, a couple of uh, other things Hulk Hogan has claimed to have done. Okay. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. I uh, he claimed that Elvis was a fan of his wrestling. That could be true. Elvis died so. six days after Hogan's first match. <laughs> nice. uh, He's still did you know Elvis it. never saw Star Wars? Damn, that sucks for him. Never saw it. Hulk he Hogan. was like the inspiration for Han Solo. Is he? Yeah. I don't think that's right. <laughs> when they're about to, when Han Solo's original dialogue, uh, when Leia said, I love you, instead of saying, I know, he was supposed to say, don't be cruel, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Um, Hulk Hogan once claimed to wrestle 400 days in a year because he crossed the international date line when going to Japan so much it actually added up to 400 days. Damn, that's a lot, dude. Well, the thing with Hogan is even if you like point this out to him, he's like, I don't know, brother. Someone just told me it added up like that. Like, there's not, there's never a point where he just goes, I'm a fraud. I've never really seen him confronted about his life. He claimed he was like the original guitarist in Metallica. That's No, insane. he was confronted about that and he just made up a different lie. Yeah, that's what he does. He also he like does. wasn't there the one with like he uh, claimed that he uh, brought Simon Cowell to America or something, or like that, or there was something with like it, oh no, it was that uh, he talked about having a meeting with like a Make a Wish kid at Wembley Stadium. Yeah, that was like, uh, and uh, he talked to Simon Cowell there and like got him into America. He was like, they only did one show at Wembley and he wasn't there. Nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he really is the Joe Gorman of wrestling. <laughs> there is like an entire Twitter thread that's just like the lies that Hulk Hogan has said. I have an article here that's from the Sportster. It's just 23 of the most outrageous lies Hulk Hogan has said. And I feel like they probably had to narrow it down to get to 23. Yeah. Uh, some of the high- He said he was supposed to be the face of the George Foreman grill before they got George Foreman. I could believe that. That might be true. Um, he said that uh, Mike Tyson and him were supposed to have a boxing match, but Mike Tyson backed out because he was scared. <laughs> I could believe. I definitely believe that. <laughs> Why would you believe that? Because, dude, he, the man slammed Andre the Giant, dude. Yes. Andre the Giant. The Rock also lied about shit. Did you see how he recently lied about oh. going to In and Out for the first time? Yeah, it's like the third time he's yeah. claimed to go to In and Out for yeah. the first time. Yeah, The Rock's got a little bit of that too. Like, uh, like if. Kurt Angle is the one guy who just has a bunch of crazy stories that are actually real. Yeah. But everybody else, I think, is just like, I don't care. I'll say anything. Yeah. Like Chris Jericho. 
where yeah. he like tried to lie about that woman getting raped. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> Hulk Hogan was. Uh, he said that he met a Make a Wish kid at Wembley Stadium and got him to sit front row at the show. Um, and uh, it was just like this nice story he told about helping a Make a Wish kid get a front row seat at Wembley Stadium, and it was like. Hulk Hogan wasn't at Wembley Stadium when they did their one show there. We don't know that. Like, he lies about things that there's no reason to lie about. I'm sure he did do a lot of make-a-wishes. What just is, tell is, one of those stories. That's probably a thing where he's like, he just forgot what Wembley Stadium was. And he yeah. was like, I did it. And he's like, oh, that's not the place in Illinois. Like, he just doesn't yeah. remember things. Um, so Hulk Hogan was in uh, the movie Mr. Nanny and Santa with Muscles. Yes, I love those. Um, and in his autobiography, <laughs> he claimed that every movie he was in, both of those movies ha- were a mess of a script, and he had to rewrite them himself. Oh, damn. smart. That's probably like he ad-libbed once, and then he was like, I rewrote them. You like those movies? Fuck yeah, they rock. What do you like about them? That Hulk Hogan's in it. <laughs> <laughs> and that he's essentially played himself. <laughs> yeah. He also uh, played baseball in high school and claimed that he was scouted by both the New York Yankees and the Cincinnati Reds. Those are both really good teams. That's <laughs> Do you think he did? Absolutely. He used to eat two Snickers a day, too. Really? Yeah. So do I. It's big <laughs> do you? Yeah. Well, one king size. Oh, okay. But I think that's Smart. two regular yeah, size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I do that as part of my bulking period right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hulk Hogan said that he went to, uh, he watched a couple of NXT matches, this nice. WWE's developmental, yes. when Kevin Owens was first there. Oh, okay. His first two matches. And he apparently told Vince McMahon, I'm telling you, you got to give this guy a chance. He'll get over. Um, that was at the time when Hulk Hogan was like kicked out of the WWE <laughs> Hall of Fame and was not being talked to by the company because he said the N word on a sex tape. Why? Yeah. What? But I mean, it was a, it was, it was justified. It was justified. Yeah, yeah was his it? daughter was dating a black guy. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would you do in that situation? Uh, just accept it. Man, what a cuck. <laughs> he, he claimed also, that also that wouldn't be a situation to me. That would just be she has a boyfriend. Uh oh. He also claimed Uh-oh. that uh, <laughs> after WrestleMania 2, they were partying so hard that John Belushi had to leave. Whoa. Because the wrestlers were crazier partiers than John Belushi. John Belushi was quite a drug addict, too. Well, John Belushi died four years before WrestleMania 2, <laughs> so he couldn't have been there partying with them that night. Do you think it was a... This feat of strength is actually more the strength of Hulk Hogan's life. was a ghost? He might have been. I mean, those WrestleMania, those re- those wrestlers were a real animal house, if you think about it. Yeah. I don't know what John Belushi movies, so I can't do the game. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much Blues Brothers, and that's it. Yeah. Blues Brothers 2000. A star that was eliminated too soon. That was, um, yeah, that wasn't, that was his brother. It wasn't Blues Brothers 2000, was he? No, he was, that was his brother. Um, oh, his record. Hulk Hogan's yeah. recollection of the Montreal screw job. Oh yeah. I know Mark, you've heard that video. Yeah, yeah. They asked like Hulk Hogan, like, you know the Montreal screw job, right? Yes, of course. We're like For those of you we're Brett Brett screwed Brett. Yeah, we're we're uh where Brett gets put in the sharpshooter and taps out. And they, so like, the whole thing behind it for anyone who doesn't know, uh Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart wrestled and Bret Hart was leaving the company and didn't want to lose the championship, or he would have lost it, but in a different way. And instead of trying to work it out, or they were trying to work it out, and what they decided to do was they just... Uh, Shawn Michaels put Bret Hart in a submission hold, and Vince McMahon came out, and they called the match, and like actually legitimately went off script and screwed over Bret Hart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that By been- having him a submission hold. And Hulk Hogan was asked about it. Yeah. Nice, dude. And Hogan was like... Uh, uh, <laughs> 
uh, Shawn Michaels held down Brett and pinned him. It was in the year 2000. Brett was upset that a small guy like Shawn Michaels could pin him like that in front of everybody. Like, just almost every single detail possible is wrong. Nice. Oh, I didn't even know he said this one. This is the number one lie. At WrestleMania 30, this is just a few years ago now, he uh, came out to open the show, and out came uh, Stone Cold and The Rock. And Hulk Hogan said that he didn't know that Stone Cold and The Rock were there or were going to come out. That's awesome. <laughs> that they naturally just cracked a beer and got together. Like yeah. That. yeah. You know how you just kind of run to your friends in, in front of, in the ring in front of everybody? That's you know, in front crazy. of 80,000 people at the yeah. biggest show of the year, you just ad lib a little bit. Dude, it's <laughs> all a fucking work. Who cares? It's all like, it's all like, that one, that one's, that one's kind of fun. Some of the yeah. other ones, it's just like, how could anyone ever believe a word this guy says? It's all fucking make em ups anyway, dude. Who yeah. Cares? That is true. Make it's all make em ups, too. All make em ups. None of this shit matters. Why don't you make em ups? Yeah. yeah. Where can uh, audiences see you? Uh, I'm uh, I'm at Mark Henley, H-E-N-E-L-Y. Um, I'm putting out a bunch of reels. I got a bunch featuring Matt Marin coming up called yeah. Lying with Friends. Ooh. You love this because it's a lot of lying. Oh, I do love that. And what yeah. I do is I tell people he lies. up like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> I tell people lies and they try to tell if I'm telling the truth or not. Oh, nice. Yeah. You should, you'd be very good at the game, I think. Yeah, man. Anytime. Yeah. Do um, or False is a fun game on there. He, oh, yeah. <laughs> he lists a bunch of Mountain Dew flavors, and you have to guess if they're actual Mountain Dew flavors or if he's making them up. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so so check that out. Uh, and then also I'm weekly on Comedy Fight Club, Comedy Fight NYC. Yep. And, uh, and yeah, that's it. Otherwise, you know, you could fuck around and find out. Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you on the Patreon.